Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Breakdown with Tanya and Johanna. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you know, it's funny. When we were chit-chatting, um, before we even got on here, I just realized we were supposed to go live. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not prepared. I was chit-chatting and in the zone with Johanna. <laughs> Welcome to our world. <laughs> Solely into our world. So, guys, um, this is just us this week. We wanted to be able to do a breather episode um, each month where we don't have a guest on and we just talk about things that, um, you know, we want to bring up. And it's funny when we brought up um, this topic, uh, what we want to do was a couple of weeks ago that I think we said, let's do a topic on friendships. Because uh, constantly I would state that Johanna and I are always talking to some aspect going, man, it'd be so nice to like, if others could really feel like they have a space, like how our friendship is where we feel like we can just breathe and talk to each other and have that kind of support. And or do others have this? And, um, you know, we constantly are bringing that up. And, you know, I thought it was time. Let's do an episode. Let's talk about friendship, the importance of friendship, what it can do for people. And I think this is there's no better time, especially now in this world with everything going on with relationships and people dealing with one another, that this is a really important episode, which is in regards to friendship. I think it's just perfect timing that we're talking about this. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. This, this is the time to be open and aware of not only your surroundings, but what how you're feeling and how others are feeling and being accepting of people and what you don't accept and setting, you know, healthy boundaries. This is this is all about it. This is about having that space and, and do, utilizing that. But you know, one of the things that I know that I wanted to talk about in this episode are the different types of friends that we all have, because I don't know about you, but I definitely do see a pattern on the different types of friends, especially when I, you know, I've seen some articles where it's like, do you have that friend that, um, you know, is, is the person that cheers you on is your inspirational friend, or do you have that person who knows you since, you know, you were a little child and you've grown up with them, but like, you know, you're not quite, you, you're just kind of family. You're not really that close to people. Like, do you have those kind of relationships too, Johanna? Or I used to. Yeah. I have, I have maybe uh, who I would consider a real friend. It's, it's less than five people. It's, it's seriously, it's probably two. My sister always used to say that if you had, you know, a hand full of friends, then you consider yourself lucky because that's really only the amount of time that you can put into people anyway, to be honest, yeah. because you can, there is the point of making and spreading yourself too thin with too many people. I can tell you for, for one of the things that I had a habit of doing was, you know, I was known for having a lot of friends, but the truth of the matter is I didn't have a lot of friends. It just looked like that. Right. It just looked like I had a lot of friends because I had a lot of surface relationships because I'm an yeah. introvert. So I like to keep to myself. And it was really hard for me to have those really intimate friendships. And I was lucky I had, you know, a couple, a handful. And I can say those are the ones that I've cherished the most. And I always find it interesting, too, that, you know, you you change as you grow, your friendships change too. But how many of us are also sitting in that aspect of like, when we're going through change or growing where we're wondering to ourselves, and I have to I have to do this too, is 
what are you telling yourself if there's somebody that you want to hang out with, or there's times where you get called, you know, that, you know, that call where someone says, Hey, you want to go hang out? And you're like, yeah, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, hopefully, and like you were wishing, thinking like of every excuse not to hang out with that person, what you can come up with, what excuse can it be? Um, and then, or something happens to the level of somebody like cancels and then you're as happy as can be. That's me. <laughs> Tenfold. I can't tell you when, when people cancel on me, I am so ecstatic, but I will tell you this much. And I'm, I'm kind of putting my secret out here. My, my friends who know me the best laugh about it because they accept me for that. They just know that that's the way I'm going to be. Hey, Vicki. Hello. Hi, Vicki. Thank you. <laughs> um, I, I have, uh, I used to have a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of friends, but we were all in the same group. So when we did activities, we kind of all did them together. But even then, like even within that group, there was still only probably one, maybe two people that I would consider my ride or die. You know, the ones who mm -hmm. are who were the ones I could always call on and be like, hey, let's get in the truck. Let's go on a wild, crazy road trip right now and just do it. And, you know, or, the you know, those kind of spontaneous things. But the uh, I am a, a social butterfly. I love being out with people. And so I have a lot of surface friends. And if you look at my Facebook profile, you know, I'm close to almost 5,000. Probably don't know most of them. But, you know, it's just the it's that whole thing when it comes down to it, though. The true people that know all of me, you know what I mean? And that yeah. have my back is is probably about two people. Yeah. And I think it's important at least to have that much. I mean, for those who don't feel like they have that or if they're with people that is not they're not happy with and they're wondering and questioning why they're friends with them, then let me tell you, that's usually your gut saying, why are you friends with them? Right. You know, why don't you want to hang out with them? And, you know, sometimes I have to ask myself, too, the excuses of why I don't want to hang out with somebody or it's not fun or why this. Then I'm like, why would I want to hang out with someone if I don't want to do that? Why, why would I think that? Now, I used to have a lot of the good girl mentality because I, I like to make people happy. Right. So I do that 24-7 is I'll, you know, be hanging out with people because I like to make people happy. But it's so nice to have, you know, I, I'm, you know, especially with everything going on in the world. And, you know, one of the things I know, especially with the change with COVID, what it was happening with the changing the dynamic of friendships, because definitely friendships the dynamic of it changed um, because, you know, you can't get together, you can't right. hang out with each other. And then all of a sudden it's like you're having Zoom dates and you're having phone calls. And the only thing I kept thinking was, you know, I was getting inundated with these Zoom dates. Like it was all of a sudden like because everybody, you know, all of a sudden gave an excuse. It became social. I haven't had one Zoom date. Which is crazy <laughs> to me. And I'm like, <laughs> no, that's not true. You and I did have a Zoom date. We yeah. did. Yes, we had we a FaceTime. Did. Oh, FaceTime. Yes. Well, yeah. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. You're the only Same one. thing. <laughs> I'm You're like, yes, we did. <laughs> like all these people are like, oh, that Zoom date and this. I'm like, cool. I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't have any of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm in a new town. And I mean, what are the chances of <laughs> what are the chances of me moving to a new town the dead of winter can't meet people? And then all of a sudden, I can't leave the house and I'm in quarantine. So how the hell am I supposed to meet people? Out you're not here? meant to. Mm -mm. So, no. you know, I just have to accept that I'm not meant to do it at this time. And, you know, right. I got to do what I got to do. So 
that's what it is. Um, you know, it's not like I'm the kind of person that's going to be like, let's go ahead and, you know, meet somebody. Like, who am I going to meet? I did meet a lot of people online. <laughs> right. We're in the neighborhood. I do the same thing because I'm looking for references like, you know, a fence person and stuff like that. <laughs> so when I you went, when you started going through your awakening, did you did you purge friends? I did. I um I so it wasn't so much Here's here's the thing. It's like I I not only purge friends, but I put boundaries up because I had I had a lot of friendships where they're like family to me. You know, I I am in a really weird dynamic too, where my friends um kind of are my family, and that's you know happens. Sometimes my friends are more family to me than my family's mm -hmm. <laughs> aspects. Yes. So um, I was very private with what was going on with me because I didn't know what was going on or what was happening. So I had a lot of inner inner turmoil on there. So what happened is, is I ended up shutting down, meaning that I slowly was weaning away from people um, and just getting into new things, opening new doors and meeting new people. But what I found really weird is when I was going through it is that it was easier for me to talk to strangers than it was to some of my close friends at the time because I didn't have any judgments. I didn't have, you know, anybody going through there. I don't know. Did you feel that way no, too? There was no preconceived notion of who you were before you went through your process. Yeah. Um, when I started going through, well, see, I went, I was going through my awakening for three years before I realized that that's what it was. Right. But yeah. I, I remember before I left San Diego, um, seven years ago now, um, Right, that that six months before I moved, maybe even more than that, I started I started changing my friendships. I started spending less time with certain people and moving more time with other people. And then there was two. I had two really really close best friends. One that was over twenty year relationship or, or about twenty years, and one that was about five years in. And they were seriously my ride or dies. But unfortunately. <clears throat> they both kind of went into one, one is a long story. And that friendship was long overdue needing. It was, it's so one sided. You have those friends, right? Where they call you. And for the first 20 minutes, it's da -da 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 -da, all my problems, my problems, my problems. How are you? I'm good. All right. Well, I got to go now. And that's what was happening to me. And I was like, this is bullshit. Like, so I stopped taking calls and I started weaning down yeah. And I just wasn't playing the game anymore. And so in 2015, I lost the one that was, I, I, I killed it. And then a couple of years later, the other one went. And it was mainly because on the second one, she was so uncomfortable with what I was going through and didn't yeah. know how to handle it. Even though I was still the same person, I just now had these other things that were happening in my life and these other abilities. And she just didn't understand. And so she didn't accept who I was. Um and I wasn't going to change anymore to fit in her box. Yeah. So they had to go away. And I haven't really found uh, my core group since then. And I'm okay with that. Because when you go through the awakening, you go through a period where you're, it's lonely for a little while because you have to be in your own vibration, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I have never, and it, it's weird to hear your perspective of that because I've never really had that. Because I've always felt connected to someone because I could, see, it's weird. I could be in a room full of friends, family, loved ones, and feel really alone. And me too. 
Like it's bizarre. And it's like, you know, I'm like, I don't understand. I got people that love me and I know I got people that care about me. I have people that accept me, but I can feel that. And what I have found is that the friends that um, accept it, accept that I get, I feel this way or know me that well, those are the ones that actually push me um, out of my comfort zone a lot because it's not that they're trying to change it. They, they, you know, it's, you know, they're not going to, you know, complain if I'm not going out with them. They're not going to complain if I'm not, if I'm quiet at a party, you know, they're just, they, they make me feel normal. So that is something I've always appreciative of those people where there's the fine line that I find with friendships is that we're the ones who they want to fix something or they think something is wrong or that aspect. So that, that can be a little bit uncomfortable because, you know, they're trying and there's, you know, I can't express it. I don't know how to do it there. It's one thing it's hard, especially with anxiety and depression. If you fight, if you um, battle with that, if, for those of you battle with it, um, it's hard to have that aspect or if you need to feel like you fill in time by talking. And that's something that I do. I fill in time a lot by talking if I get like, you know, really there. So what I'm getting at is it's really interesting to see your perspective with friendships where you're okay with it. Like, it's like, okay, well, I don't really have a core thing of friends because I know I have people around me. I know I have people around me on there, but I choose a lot of times not to hang out with them. And that's like the difference. And I, and I don't know. I, I don't know. Love, I would love to have physical <clears throat> friends. Like, yeah, for me, you know, I consider you my one of my ride or dies. Right. But you live a fucking shitload long ways. And I, I move further. No, there's no bike ride. And I would literally have to plane ride and then a car ride. It's not like I can be like, I need you to come over here. We need to drink it out right now. You know? <laughs> It's not something that I can do. And that's what I miss. I miss having a physical yeah. person that I can be like, I don't even have to talk to them. You know, I had, that's how one of my friendships used to be where you could just literally show up at their house and lay on their couch and just be like, I'm here, leave me alone. I just yeah. need to be here with you. I don't, we don't need to talk about it. We can laugh about it later, but right now I just need to be here, <laughs> you know? And I don't, yeah. I don't have that. And so I know I will, but yeah. you have to, you know, there's the resorting. And so I, I've just gotten used to it. And I'll tell you, I feel like you were talking about, I have felt more lonely surrounded by people who didn't like acknowledge me or where I, I felt uncomfortable. Cause that's really what it is. It's you feeling uncomfortable and out of place in that environment. And that gets reflected back to you. But I, that's where I'm like, I'd rather be alone than surrounded by people who don't get me. Yeah. No, that's wholly makes sense to me. And just for the for those of you who are new to our channel or new to Johanna and I, Johanna and I, just so you know about our friendship, we we did not live near each other at all. We met online on social media. Um, you know, she she just <clears throat> I was going through my awakening and I was early in my stages and I found her on social media on Facebook and um, I started watching her and I was I was intrigued with how, um, you know, she was evolving because she ch Johanna has changed from like, evolved. Oh, I, I, I hit the accelerator. It, I went to like evolved. <laughs> and one of the things that I loved about, you know, her was how she just kind of jumped into something. If she started something new, she would start, you know, to the point or if something didn't work out for her. She scratch it out and do it. And I really enjoyed that about her. And she had um, readings and I decided to, to jump in and, and get a reading with her. And that's one of the things I like to connect as a, as a connector is, is to, you know, I, I enjoy readings. 
So I remember vaguely our reading, but I remember out of that, I just like talking to you. Outside of that, if someone asked me how I met Johanna, I don't know. I feel like Johanna has been part of my life since I don't even know how to say it. We've definitely had lives together before. Yes. Like, I just, I can't even describe it. I'm like, I don't know. Johanna's just been part of my life. I don't know. It's just one of those people that they come in <laughs> like, and they just fit and you're like, oh, she's been there the whole time. Like, yeah. what do you mean we just met or we've only been friends but, for how long? You just don't yeah. you just forget. So, I mean, and so you had a, I was doing a healing course with you and um, that really, you know, was profound. And then you had a group that we were talking about our, our Claire senses and stuff like that. And I met some really cool women out of that group and then it just kind of exploded. Like all of a sudden it was like you and I were buddies and it was yeah. like, let's just talk about other stuff. And it was natural. Mm -hmm. So that's the kind of friendship that's so appreciative. And I had to tell this to Johanna, I think I told you this last month. How lucky it is that I had, I consider myself very lucky because there are very close friendships that I've had that I could be myself, do anything around and they accept me, they know me and it's always been that. Can't say it's always been, you know, rainbows and butterflies, but it's, it's so amazing to have that kind of person where you can just talk and be yourself. And one of those close friends, um, you know, I lost and really young age and it devastated me. And I never thought in any aspect because you never replace anybody or have yeah. that. But what I was telling Johanna, what was so nice is that I'm so blessed that I've had relationships, um, not just outside of you, but another close friend. I have another girlfriend who's like a sister to me as well, but I'm so blessed that I have people in my life more than once come in right. when I need them the most. It always happens, always happens that way. And, um, you know, I consider myself blessed on that. I know not everybody gets that experience, but it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to be able to, I don't know, call somebody, talk to somebody, and then, you know, not feel like you have to call them back or feel like you have to filter yourself, feel like right. you don't have to. I mean, you guys, let me just tell you, if there's what there's probably one person, there's probably two people in the world, and right now it'd be only one, and it's Tanya, because the other one isn't around anymore, but that know like everything. <clears throat> like I don't, I don't, I don't filter at all. Like she knows every deep, dark secret I carry at any time. She knows it. I'm and her shovel buddy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, <laughs> you guys, I have to say this because this is the one memory that always, I always come back and laugh about. I, I remember we were talking over uh, audio or something over messenger and, uh, and I was getting in the bathtub and it was the hottest bath I've ever been in. And I burnt. <sighs> My hoo-ha. I swear to you. I remember this. We were in the middle of a conversation. I got I'm like, Tanya, I think I just burned my hoo-ha. It's like when you can do that and you can just be like yes. blunt as hell and the other yes. person just laughs because they know, you know, that's like you can't replace that. You just yeah. can't. It's it's hard it's hard to have friendships like that or the aspect where you can just be yourself or do silly stuff. Um, you know, outside of like maybe I would be that way with certain family members, but you know, you know the other thing that's really cool is, you know, and I don't know how you have this too with family, but like my brother is one of my best friends. Um, you know, Kai and you guys have heard me talk about him before. We do comic cons together. Um, you know, we have a really cool friendship. I can't even imagine. <laughs> Like with it because he's like the funniest guy I know, 
but it's it's so many aspects where your friends and your family kind of meld into one and that's where i was getting to at too is that you know i'm sure people are out there also have family members that are like their friends too so um you know that's that's another cool thing on there what else what other kind of friends have you ran into in your life well, there's the friends that see it gets tricky when you start going when you're in when you go into the healing work of of, of helping people with their problems. You develop friends who want to pick your brain, <laughs> who want. Oh yeah. You get the friends that they're like, uh, like they your friends, but then you really only hear from them when they're going through a major meltdown or and when you're like when they're not and you're like, hey, let's hang out. They're like, oh, I'm busy. But then when the meltdown comes around, they're like, oh my God, so this has happened. What do you think? And it's like, mm, no, <laughs> you know, so you get those friends. That was fun. I went through that for a while. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just, and it's yeah. the same thing. It's, it's, it's boundaries. Cause you get sick of it in the beginning. You're like, of course you would do anything for your friend. If, if my friend asked for my opinion or for, or for help and I can do it, I'm, I, I will do it. But at, at a certain point, you, you get sick of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get yeah. sick of people wanting from you. I have, so I have another weird realm too. I have a lot of online friends because I'm a gamer. So my gamer community is like my family. So, you know, I'm living, you know, here in Michigan with some of my gamer family. <laughs> so I can't really go wrong on this level. But these are, you know, like this is where I was getting the aspect too is like, the other thing that's interesting about gaming and, you know, talking about the online community, meeting different people is one of the things I really liked is that you could share that point. You could be honest with each other, but you also could turn off a friendship in two and not have to commit to everything 24 seven. Right? right. One of the, my favorite things. And that's why I said I had a lot of surface level friends. What worked for me is when I had enough of gaming or I had enough of stuff, I just signed off. <laughs> It was simple as that. It was easy for me. Yeah. And it was accept it was very accepting. And most people would be like, Tanya, that's so cold. I'd be like, no, this is how the community was. We came to game. We came to do something. We came together. We united. And the game is done. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, Thank you. And, and over and out. And it was done. And that's one of the things that I enjoyed. But when you have the longevity of friendships and when things have changed, when I started meeting online friends that were outside of the gaming world it was, it was completely a different aspect too. I found that I was connecting in different ways that, you know, all of a sudden you don't have the game anymore. Now you're talking about different topics. Right. What lights you up? What, you know, what are your experiences? What are people going through? Um, you know, I have a friend, man, every time we get together, it's like, um, and you, I don't know if you ever run into this. It's like, it's memory lane. Like all you talk about are the memories that you have, but then oh, when you yeah. think about when you sit down and you like try to talk about anything that's like current, it's like, yeah, let's go back to the memories because it's like you're living in this loop. Have you ever run right. into that? I got to know if anyone's run into this because this happens quite a few times with some of my old school friends where it's like, hey, remember when, remember when this happened or, oh man, wasn't that a really cool time when, you know, and then it's, it's, it's those aspects that it's fun to live in that. But when you think about the relationship, you're like. I think I'm just living back in 1996. <laughs> <laughs> over and over again with this person. Well, I think sometimes people like they they don't want to let go or lose the friendship, so they hold on to the memories and constantly relive them because in the current moment, like I mean, you probably have nothing in common anymore. You know, one of you grew, or you both grew in other directions. That, but you look back and you're so fond of the memories and the fun that you had and the the, the joy, and you just want to you want to relive that. And so you just keep rehashing it. But 
if you can't, I mean, it's just like my family, like, you know, I love them, but we don't really, we don't really talk. And when we do, you know, we could go six months and we get on the phone for five minutes and the conversation's done. You know, <laughs> it's like, what you been doing? Working? Blah, blah. Oh, okay. How about you? Yep. Same. All right. Well, it's good talking yeah. to you. Bye. You know, I mean, that's, it's, it's not long. So I don't know. I, I, if you don't have um, similar interests, you know, or things to discuss uh, about yeah. your life, then I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> what about, you know, cause you used to be in corporate world. Did mm -hmm. you used to keep your coworker friends separate from your other friends or did yeah. you mix? Yeah. No. I did too. <laughs> and not, not, not because of, of one thing or another. It's just like, I don't know. I just never felt like you, these people are going to be lifelong people. You know, I just never did. I just yeah. was like, you're my, you're my work friends. Like I, you know, we would have big, uh, you know, I, I always worked in corporate sales. So we'd have, you know, these big, we'd have happy hours and things like that. So it was social and fun. And then I'd be like, peace out. I'm going to go hang out with my real friends. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I used to always get in the aspect of like, guys, I spend 40 hours a week with you. Why would I want to spend additional hours? No, I, I would say that I do have some close uh, work friends um, who have definitely, you know, like I, I think that when we would hang out or more hang out is either when somebody left that facility or we left that job where it was like all of a sudden it was like. You know, you didn't see each other every day, so it seemed to it seemed cool to hang out. But every once in a while, every once in a while, I used to hang out, or we used when to do I, happy hours. When I first moved here, and um, I got a job in real estate, and uh, I made friends with a real estate agent who who worked in the office that I worked in, and her and I actually became really good physical friends. But when I left uh, in 2015, when I left corporate, you know. Um, our friendship literally started to dwindle and, and that was pretty much it. If we weren't in each other's energy, oh, circle, yeah. you know, it just kind of yeah. drifted away and we'd come back every now and then, but then it really drifted apart. And so that was probably the only time that I actually was like, I want to be friends with you at work and outside of work. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And that yeah. was one person, you know, it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. I like the friendships too, where you don't see each other for a long period of time and it feels like you just picked up from yesterday. Those yeah, are awesome. It is. I like those are so amazing where it's just that level of like all of a sudden you're like you just pick it up and it doesn't really feel like anything different. Like it just right. is like this is where we are and fill me in on your life. You know, I just had a, a really good one and I'm going to I'm going to. Um, I'm going to call them out because it's funny. So most I have a lot more guy friends than I do girlfriends. And just that it's just the way it is. It's always been with me. But um, one of my close friends um, and his wife, Nick and Julia, who I haven't seen in, you know, God knows one, we've known each other since my college years, right? We didn't see each other or talk to each other really for years. And it's not that anything went wrong with the friendship. It was just that, you know, they were in like upper New York at that point and I was in New Jersey and it just, you know, time and space kind of goes right. in, there, in that level. But when I was um, going through my divorce and my whole awakening stuff, I had, I reached out to them and, you know, they had said, hey, you know, it'd be kind of cool to connect. And let me tell you, they, they drove all the way out to come see me in New Jersey before I left to Michigan. And it was so awesome because, A, we haven't seen each other in so long. And I thought maybe this is going to be a little bit awkward. Right. But it wasn't. It was like all of a sudden we had a lifetime of stuff to talk about and it wasn't enough time. <laughs> but 
the funny part is, is when they, they moved the same time I moved, um, you know, they're, they're up in a different area now than New York. But I, I, when I moved to Michigan, they were going through a whole move too. And when we had gotten on for our Zoom date, Nick had said to me, yo, I want to keep this short. Cause he and I are like the same person, like in that level where it's like, listen, we don't want to be chit chatting all the freaking night. Like this is this like, let's just like, Hey, hang out. And then, you know, we're good to go. Right. And, um, the funny part is, is, you know, after the 45 minutes that him and I entailed as, which was acceptable, his wife <laughs> wanted to keep going. And we we're like, no, you're done. Time. You're done. You're no done. More. And I and I wanted to say it was the best feeling in the world because we were laughing. And I was like, listen, we just uh, we don't have to like not talk to each other for months. Like, let's just talk to each other a little bit more often. Now, of course, now a month has gone by. We haven't talked to each other often. But this is the kind of friendship that I adore is the ones where you're just like, no, we made it an exception. You know, this is the exception that we made. And, you know, and I just remember his wife was like, what the heck? We could have kept talking. You guys didn't have to just sign off. Because we totally <laughs> did. We were like, oh, for time's up. Right. <laughs> so what about, you mentioned your divorce. So, uh, you know, it's no secret. I've been married three times. Yeah. So what, um, when you leave a relationship, whether it's a marriage or just a relationship that you've had, have you had to shed friends and have they had to go through that whole got to oh, pick God. a side? <laughs> yeah. So this was really awkward and I can, br- I'm sure I can bring this up. Ryan would be all right with it. Um, so we had a lot of mutual friends and, you know, it was this really awkward thing of like, do, who do we tell? How do we go through this thing? So we did the split thing of like not telling. Now we didn't, we didn't publicly tell people or announce it. Cause it's like, how do you, we didn't know how to even go about that. And we were still processing that. But one of the weird things that happened with us was there were certain people we just forgot. <laughs> we like totally forgot to Oops. tell. So like I was getting like Christmas cards with like asking how Brian was doing and <laughs> stuff like that. I'd be like, oh, this is really awkward. <sighs> um, you know, or, you know, someone would, you know, ask about him. And it was like so th- those aspects. So we did run into a couple of those ones. Um, but I can tell you this much, both, both of our group are mutual friends. Not that I hung out with his friends a lot anyway, but you know, everyone's been respectful and it's not like all of a sudden it was like, we're not friends with you. I'm going to have to take you off Facebook or this. Like right. That. We didn't really have to go through that. We went through that with each other. We took each other off because we need that space. But I can tell you this much. I am closer friends now with my ex than I was right. married to him. Um, because we don't have, we're not feeling any kind of ang- anxiety with each other or no um, expectations. expectations. So it's just kind of this nice friendship now, which right. is what, which is what we used to have, which is, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we can look at a broader picture of going, well, at least we don't have to worry about each other's issues. And it's not our issue. Right. Because right. we weren't, we were, we were not owning our own shit, which was, which was our problem. Um, so we both grew from that. And I would say a lot of friendships grew from that. And hell, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would think and I'm, I can't speak for him, but I think he got better friendships out of that because it really showed him who his friends were when he was going through that. Right. Um, definitely for me, it definitely showed that for me because I had to ask for help. And that was something I never did with my friends, especially when I had to, you know, move out of my house and I didn't have anyone to help me, um, you know, remodel or anything like that. I had to flat out ask my friends for help. Right. Um, and I was thrown, I was blown away with the help that I got. I mean, there was people coming out of the woodworks that I did not expect to show up at my house and they did. 
So yeah, it is really awesome. So, and you know, that's the other thing that puts a perspective when, when the shit hits the fan, who's there by your side? Because I, I will be honest, I'm surprised sometimes or shocked with the people that are by your side who you might not be giving the attention that you, you know, that you would never expect to, or that. I haven't experienced that. So yeah, (laughs) I have. With me, with me, I always had, uh, I would say up until, um, even in my twenties, I I had more, I had more guy friends like you than women. I have always had, women have always been intimidated by me. And so it takes, it takes a really strong woman to be like my ride or die because you know, they have to be secure with themselves. You know what I mean? And so I've always had more guy friends than, than anything, but, um, yeah, when I went through my second divorce, um, I had a lot of support and, um, I won the friends, you know, that was, that was pretty much how that went down in the second one. But this one, you know, this, this one that I'm going through right now, um, we, it was, this one's done differently. We posted publicly and I, we've gone out to lunch since then, you know, and it's just like, we, I told people don't be awkward when you see us together, because I think we're going to be just the way you and yours were, we're going to be really, really good friends, yeah. you know? And so there's no need for that anymore. You know, things have just changed so much in the world that there's just no need for nastiness. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you can help it, if you can help it, you can't always help it. Yeah. I can't say we were as great with each other during the process as you guys are right now. I mean, you guys are definitely being more in that level of communicating with each other. We had that blockage going on. We were very hurt. We were both playing very much, you know, victim in that level. So we're aware of it. And it took time. I mean, it took, I would say over a year over a year for us to like really start, um, you know, being able to express ourselves in that level. Some friendships take that way. I mean, I had another friendship where, you know, when I was going through my whole awakening, you know, this, this person was going through stuff, you know, themselves and, um, they, they, they could not, um, they were having a hard time processing of wanting me to be there for them. And I couldn't and wanting, they wanted to also share, meaning they wanted me to share with them with what was going on in my world. And I couldn't, um, and it wasn't because I didn't want to, it was because I didn't know how to relate to this individual and I didn't feel comfortable to expressing. And they, and they took it really hard. I mean, they took it really hard that they weren't that person that I confided into and stuff like that. And that, that was not something at that time. Now, you know, that's when I had to learn boundaries. I had to set boundaries up, um, on there and, you know, this person did as well. And, we're still friends. I mean, we're actually better friends now than we were on that aspect. So you, it's possible to grow with a person, sure. but it's not always possible. Mm-mm. And, and that's really, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to bring this up too in this episode is to talk about some of those toxic, you know, toxic friendships, because they are, there are a point where people get fearful of just going, this is as good as it's going to get, or these are the people in my life and I'm stuck with them. And really you're never stuck with an individual. You're not. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it takes goals and, you know, actions on your, your half to make those choices, um, to be able to say enough's enough, or I'm not going to hang out with this person. And sometimes it might not feel polite, but it's your life. So, right. you know, it's, it's like, how do you want to live? You know? So what's you the know, point of having a friendship if you can't 
if you can't bear like a friendship is supposed to be your safe zone. You know, it's supposed to be a, a place where you can you can bear your soul without judgment. That's why you're friends with them. They're people that you're supposed to be able to trust and feel safe in their energy and them feel safe in your energy and just have this mad mutual respect. And it's rare that you see that anymore. Yeah. And it's in and I hope that with the shift that we're going through collectively that people start to appreciate true friendship again and what it means to be authentic and vulnerable and intimate and allow someone to really see inside of you. Because if there's anybody, it should be your friends. It should be those that are supposed to be there for you and you're supposed to be there for them, you know? Especially with, you know, and I, I don't I don't like to bring it down to politics and what's going on nationwide right now, but it is so important to really be open to that because guys, people have opinions right now that are being, you know, people are hurt. People are, are mm -hmm. having emotions and some people way they do it is through social media. Do I agree with everything that everybody's posting? Do I agree with how they're, you know, utilizing it with their emotions? No, I don't, but I'm also being very open to people expressing themselves and allowing that, you know, is that space and, you know, and you can see, and you can still observe people but it doesn't necessarily mean you got to knock them down or you have to accept that person as they are. Right. So, you know, if you choose not to listen to somebody or turn something off, then just do it, you know, but if you choose to be there for them and accept them and, and hear them out, then I highly suggest you do it because you'll probably have some kind of growth spurt in there for you too to hear, um, to listen to somebody. Listening is not, you know, it's not as easy as people think it is. It's really listening to what a person says and giving them that space yeah. without jumping in on them. <laughs> right. I mean, even yeah, I so. still have moments where Tanya will message me and I'm like zoned in and it, this, 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 the stream of consciousness starts coming through and I have to filter myself and I have to limit it or, or not say anything at all because that's what we're here for. We're here to listen to each other. And when we ask for each other's opinion, then we obviously get it. And if we don't like what they have to say, we don't fucking use it. Like we don't like make it a big deal, you know? Yeah. But that's the thing is when it comes to friendships, it's like you and I are, are like polar opposites in, in the spectrum of things if we were to look, but it works. And we, we just, we just don't judge each other. We're just like, yeah, this is how she is. And yep, that's how she is. And whatever. We just keep going. And and that's the best kind. And so when you see that, like I'm watching what you are, I'm seeing people that are are just they're they're putting something out there and and it definitely isn't gonna be in alignment for me, but I can see where they are and I can see their themselves beginning to their minds beginning to open and 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 for them to have wider perspective. And so they have to wobble through that and navigate through that. And it's not my place to say you can't do that or that's not right. And so you, you just have to be kind to people, man. Just, just respect where they are. You know, it doesn't have to be a, if you, if you go into right or wrong, then you're, you're no better than what's happening in the world. It's, that's a really good take on it is, is that is like how, how important is you to push something into somebody with, <laughs> with that energy of where you're coming from and where you're getting at. It How is that? Really I've tried it. It doesn't work. Yeah. It just pushes them further away. Yeah. Yeah. So let allow that person to grow on their own on time. And you, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be with that person. If right. they're on their journey, then, you know, let them be on their journey and wish them well. 
and um, move on to the other path if you don't want to be anywhere near, near that. Right. I mean, and that happens. That, that happens. And that's the it's thing. It's totally that normal. I think people don't. I think people feel so guilty. Like, oh, my God, I've been friends with you since fifth grade. And here I am. I no longer resonate with you. But I feel this obligation don't do that to yourself. Like you guys yeah. have to honor yourself. And if it's just not working, maybe just take a break for a little while. Just be like, Hey, you know, I need, I need a little space for a while. And, and just, I need to sort some things out or, or, or work on myself or whatever. And if that person can't respect that, you need that time to grow and see if, if, if it's you or them or, you know, whatever that dynamic is, is happening, then they're not really good friends with you anyway, if they can't give yeah. you that space. So, yeah, you know, just don't hold on. I held on to one relationship for a year longer than I should. And because that resentment was building underneath the surface, we got together, I flew out there and it just imploded. It just mm. imploded yeah. because I wouldn't let go because I wouldn't let go because I was so afraid. Oh my God, this is my one last friend. You know what I mean? I can't let go. And so this energy just built, built, built. And then when I went out there, I was supposed to be in her wedding. I was supposed to be her, oh, her yeah. maid of honor. And I, you know, I had already bought in the dress. I literally flew out there. I paid for her, her shower. I, I mean, all this, I paid for her bachelorette party. I'm talking a couple thousand dollars in and wow. the night, of, the night of her, um, her wedding shower that I threw her after the bachelorette party, it imploded. And then the two days later, it was supposed to be her wedding. I was not in her wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that was the end. It was like, that was it. There was no communication. It was done. And wow. that's what, and that's how I am. It's like, when I'm done with you, I'm done. I, there is no going back. I've always been that way. It's just like, if you burn me, it's, that's it. Like there's no regaining my trust. And it's just, the yeah. way I, I don't just accept that about me. It's like, maybe I should forgive a little more. Sure. But now I'm just like, you know what? I just don't have the time or energy to mess with this shit anymore. I tell you, I, I wish to some aspect I was like that where I could just say I'm done with it. But I always have this inkling of like, well, let me just give him another chance or um, maybe it will get better. Or, you know, like I said, I try to I I appease a lot. And that's something that I've learned um, to let go a lot of um, in the past I would say now it's been almost four or five years during this whole thing. But um, I've definitely changed there. But if I don't like somebody from the start, which is more my aspect, it's really hard for me to like you at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're, they're actually, my my one of my um, dearest friends, she's, you know, I, I she's, she's still my best friend, uh, my red, who I call her red. She's got red hair. She's beautiful. Um, Jessica, when I, in high school, I did not like her. I did not like this. When I did my speech for her in her wedding, I talked about how I did not like her. I'm going to tell a story. So this is how I didn't like her. She was, I was quiet. I was to myself and I did not like attention. I was really good at being a chameleon. I was good at being friends and the loner with, with people who I wanted to do and then sneaking out and being friends with other cliques. No one really knew me, but everybody kind of did because I was that average person. I was that wallflower that can kind of just change, right? I had this great thing going. And then there was Jessica. And, um, she was loud and she loved, she loved, and she always talked and, you know, and did everything like that. And she drew attention and I was like, what? I don't like this attention. I don't <laughs> like this attention. And what the funny part is, 
is she kept wanting to hang out and do stuff. And in college, she kept calling me on college. She called all the time. I was like, why is this girl calling me? And the weirdest thing happened. I accepted it. And she turned out, I mean, to this day, her and I are like sisters now, but um, she was persistent on being a friend at all times. And she's, let me tell you, she is still the most authentic person I have ever met. She's never changed her, you know, in that level. She's the kindest person you'll meet, even though that she's loud, she sticks up for you. She, she will stick up for you. She's like, you know, that kind of person. But I have found that I was basically not accepting myself. So yeah. when I truly became comfortable with my own skin and that happened more in college, I became less shy. I was open. I was talking. I became the loud mouth next, next to her. And my ex at the time used to always say, he's like, Oh God, here they go. We got Jessica and Tanya <laughs> together here. They're so freaking loud. They're going to be so obnoxious. They're going to be talking loud and blah, blah, blah. But we have the best. Every time we're together, we have the best time. We have the best vacations. We like to call, um, you know, we haven't been on one. I'm, I might actually have to hang up after this and be like, we need an absolute, we used to call them vagcations. I mean, <laughs> girls only. <laughs> But we used to have girl vacations um, and they were the best. They were the best. We had the best of times. And um, I can tell you this much. We can always pick up where we left off. We do not have to call each other every day. We do not have to even like talk to each other, but we know and love each other in there. And that to me is a true friend. Yeah. If you can have that aspect where it's not like you feel like, oh my God, I didn't call them. They're going to get really upset that I didn't talk to them. Right. And three weeks, like they're going to wonder what the hell's wrong with me, you know? So, yeah, but I definitely wanted to bring that story up, too, because there's definitely friendships like that where you might not realize that like they they put you out of, um, you know what it is? They take you out of your comfort zone. Right. He was definitely one of those friends. She took me out of my comfort zone constantly, constantly. See, she I was, was the exact opposite. I was the exact opposite. If, if, if I met somebody who I instantly did not like. <laughs> I instantly got like, oh, bitch, I don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> you know, that whole whatever attitude. Yeah. And not so much recently, but uh, but in the beginning, it was always that. And so the two ride or dies that I had in San Diego, that's how it started. So one was my, I went to high school with this girl and it was her cousin. And I hated her cousin. I was like, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then I ended up stopped being friends with her, with her, with her cousin who was my friend and yeah. her and I got super, super close. And same with the other one. I was just like, I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to hang out with her. <laughs> and then something happens where it's like, I don't know, you drink too much or your guard gets broken down and you guys both just let each other in because yeah. when you come with strong women, Sometimes there's this this front of energy that you kind of got to get through. And that's how it used to be with me. And so wow. anytime now where I when I meet somebody where I'm a little intimidated by them, I'm like, fuck, we're going to be best friends. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> it will come because it's just there's just that it's like a standoff that I don't do know you, how else to explain do you, it. Do you feel like you're an entirely different person from what you were before or you've just grown that there are still aspects of that person, but you've just grown or do you feel like a completely different person since you've been, you know, gone through um, your awakening? Well, this is what I'll tell you is when you start to go through your awakening, you, you get lost for a while. You get lost and you don't know who you are because when you, before you were awake, you think you know who you are. 
Yeah. And then you go through this awakening and you start to go, I don't, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't feel right. I don't believe that anymore. I'm not sure I resonate with these people and you kind of get lost. And for me, um, right around, so I woke up in 2012 and 2013, I moved away from all my friends, you know? Mm. And so I was, I spent most of my awakening in uh, alone, you know, without, without a majority of them, I had a few of them, but like I said, they ended up, you know, falling away. And it's not like I don't talk to the other people every now and then I do, but it's not, it's always over messenger or over Facebook post or something. It, nobody ever, you know, there's no reaching out and checking on people the way that it used to be. Yeah. Um, but when I went through the, 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 the heaviest part of my awakening, my emotional awakening, I changed completely. And I was that chameleon too. So I went from who I always was out there when I moved here, San Diego, right? Very diverse, very open. You can be the mom in the business suit with six inch heels jamming too short out in the carpool and nobody is going to question you. <laughs> but you come to a one-stop sign town in the Southern Outer Banks and yeah. you put on a pair of heels and you're bumping too short, you yeah. are going to be ostracized. And so <laughs> eventually what happened to me is I started... I started changing and trying yeah. to fit in to make friends to have that. And so as I started to come out of that, and it's really only been probably the middle of last year towards the end of last year, and really this year, where I've kind of come back into where I was before I woke up, and I came back to myself and, and that and I, I'm back to who I was, I'm just more <laughs> enlightened. You know, that's it. I just have, I will still be bumping too short or Tupac in my car or my truck or whatever, but I'll also roll down and be like, namaste. Like we're good. You know? So it's, I, I just, you just go through these weird ebbs and flows and it's normal. It's totally normal. <laughs> did I, did I ever tell you about how I paid someone to be my friend? What? No. So I'll oh, tell yeah. you this. No, listen, you guys got to listen to the story. So this is this is how I this is what happened when I was younger. Um, and this is this was years ago. I was probably 20. I, I think I was 21, about 21, 22. I had come from New York and moved back to New Jersey. And it was a big shift for me because I was <laughs> I was moving from New York where I felt independent and on my own. And I was a city slicker and uh, my roommate um she at the time um, had a really cool acoustic guitar and she's like, Tanya, I want you to have this guitar. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be a folk singer and I'm going to move back to New Jersey and get a nine to five job and I'll see you. And so I did. And I, I moved back to New Jersey and um, I had a hard time fitting back in. I had to move back in with my parents. I was living in with my dad and my stepmom at that time. I had to find a nine to five job and I had a guitar that I've never played. I've never played an instrument my entire life. Okay. Um, and then I had some of my friends who were not there anymore because they moved on. They went to college. They moved out to different states. I didn't have a right. lot of people who were in New Jersey anymore. And here I was in New Jersey going, yay, I'm back in New Jersey, you know, and what, what the hell am I doing? So, I decided that I was going to take lessons, um, guitar lessons. And I, there, I had this really cool instructor. Her name was Christine and she was awesome. And she just played music and, you know, she would teach me. And I had found out that through that whole process, I really was paying this girl to be my friend because, and this is how it happened. 
I went in there. I said, okay, what well, she goes, this is what you need to do to learn. I said, all right. I wasn't paying attention. I could care less <laughs> about it. <laughs> she would start picking up a song and be like, ooh, ooh. I'm like, yo, yo, you know, smashing pumpkins. I said, oh, can you play today? Ooh, do you like cranberries? Can you play this? I was ooh, giving this girl, I, I was literally paying this girl every week to be my, my own personal show. And then she'd be like, Tanya, are you doing lessons? And then I realized at one point, I'm like, oh my God. I'm not paying this girl. <laughs> I'm paying her to be my friend. So anyway, I, it was a lesson that I learned. And now I, and you know what, here's the funny part is during that, my whole divorce, one of my close friends was trying to get rid of the guitar. And I'm like, don't get rid of that guitar. That guitar has so many memories to me. So that one day I'll be a folk singer, even though I can't sing and I can't play. I still, know, well, still don't know how to learn. I still haven't taught myself guitar. The the closest thing I've ever come to that was when, um, after I moved here and I, I left corporate, uh, I was the year of hell for me. I was taking care of my dad who was dying and all, all this, there was so much going on. I needed companionship. I needed a community. I needed a reason to get out of bed every day. And so mm. I joined network marketing and I, I became a unique rep. And when you, a lot of women, I feel, join network marketing companies, not because they want to make a business out of it. Like if you actually make money off a network marketing company and you become, you know, you really build that, that base, that's fabulous. But most of them are doing it because they want friends. They want people that are going to have their back. But then when you leave network marketing, those fans, though, they don't come with you. They don't. They, don't. <laughs> they just want you to be a part of their team. And, and, yeah. and, but with me, I'll tell you is, I was actually lucky because out of it, um, I actually got um, people who watched me transition from becoming, you know, network marketing and more of a business coach into the empowerment and the spiritual stuff. Yeah. Um, and, a, you know, one of them, her name's Crystal. And we literally went to a convention in, I think it was, was it Chicago? I think it was Chicago. Um, we went to a convention and, you know, we were there for three or four days and, Every night after um, the 12 hours you're on your feet, you know, we would, I would go up to the hotel bar and I was, um, I just sat down next to her and started talking and I'll tell you, it was faded for sure. And mm -hmm. to this day, her and I are still friends, you know, and she was a client for a while and then we just became friends. And so I was lucky in that aspect. I actually walked away with a few really good friends, but I find that there's a ton of people who dive into things like that um, and then end up right. Yeah. And it's just, to, it's just for the connection. That's it. Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of which, um, you know, I'm looking at our comments here. Um, hello, Vicky, Shannon, Linda. Thanks guys for popping guys. on. I had a laugh cause Vicky's on here and Vicky and I met through another group. We took a workshop together and her and I, you know, became friends in that aspect. And you know, we still supported each other. We love, we love chit chatting. I, we always, we have a lot of the same similarities in personality and so forth, but yeah, it's true. When you do stuff and you start like, you know, even working on yourself or going every aspect, I'm watching, listening to my cat sneeze and I'm making sure he's okay. What's happening? What are you sneezing about? Um, so yeah, you do. You meet people in those things and then you never know who you're going to meet out of there, mm -hmm. who becomes a close friend or, you know, the co close, um, you know, you know, what's interesting. I, now that I'm backtracking here, cause I was just thinking about the whole guitar thing. That's not very different from what I did with my awakening. 
Because when I started not realizing that I didn't have people around me, I did the same thing. I started doing things like I went to readers or I decided to do Reiki or I did things that were outside of my zone. And I realized I was talking to people there and being more of a friend than I was um, that aspect. So it, it is interesting how you grow. Yeah. In there, and I just realized that here on air, guys. Like, I was just like, wait a minute, you're like, watching sounds- a realization happen, folks. I'm like, this, yeah, the epiphany moment just happens. <laughs> this happens a lot with Johanna and I. <laughs> We're like, wait a minute. What just happened? Right. Anybody have questions for us? Because we're getting here at the tail end, but we love to hear from you guys. Vicky says here, thank you for this topic. It really made me realize how blessed I am to have true friends in my life and how they have accepted and supported me through this awakening, even though I leaned back and am different in some ways now. So true in so and, many aspects with and that. And here's the thing, like we're meant to grow and evolve. We're not meant to stay the same person. Like at our core, there may be personality traits that 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 don't necessarily go away or just how you are, but we're meant to evolve and grow. And so people either grow with you or they don't. And it's I mean it literally is that simple. You're not you don't have to be forced to stay together, you know? And and I, we are Tanya and I are ridiculously like I am I always tell her how much I appreciate her because to have some, and like, she doesn't even have to respond to me half the time because she'll know when I just am purging. I'm like, I got to purge real quick. Hold on. (laughs) It's like, you just, you just, you, you, you just feel, you just feel that safety and that space that, you know, someone who holds space for you and just allows you to be who you are. And it's just, when you find that you guys don't let it go. Yeah. Yeah. And for those of you who are thinking about like, you know, maybe, and I don't want anyone feeling guilty in any aspect, um, you know, who they're friends with, or, you know, they should appreciate them more on that level. But if there is somebody that you like, maybe this opened up your eyes to some aspect of the person that is reaching out to you, um, is connecting to you, how they make you feel, but also is that something where they need something as well? Is it a notion of them just reaching out because they need somebody? So just be open-minded to it and, you know, utilize and be aware of it. You know, obviously I'm not saying, you know, you have to drop everything for that person, but, you know, sometimes people are just reaching out because they really enjoy you as a person. And, you know, that's just what it is, you know, and maybe that person, you know, you might not value them at that aspect of this day and age, but you never know what's going to happen in your lifetime that that person is going to be there for you. And that's right. going to be like, wow, when, did, you know, this is why this person was in my life, because that has happened a lot of times for me. And that was the biggest lesson that I learned um, in there is that maybe it's not the fence, the sense of undervaluing a person, but really not appreciating in the level that I probably could have Right. that when they were there with me, I was shocked, shocked. Yeah. Um, you know, and definitely a different aspect from what Johanna went through or, you know, some of their relationships on there. All right. So we have coming up next week, we have Lois Duncan on plant medicine. We're going to be talking about plant I'm medicine. Really I'm really excited I'm about excited. this one. I'm excited for this too. I have so many questions and I, I feel like we're probably going to need like a part two, three, and four. <laughs> well, Tanya knows I have, I have had the itch for ever to do ayahuasca and yeah just not for any type of realization or connection simply just to have the experience you know i did the whole combo thing so i'm like itching to talk to her and just really just talk about all the different stuff and so i'm super excited 
Yes, we we still want to do that. I still want to do a show on it. I still want us to be able to do on there. My only thing, and I said this to Johannes, is I forget which one we went to. We were looking at the retreats on there. There was a retreat where you can do it like as a group, or you can do it like separate, like well, you know, with a close. Yes, you could do it with a group of people, or you could do it more with your close net. Like if you wanted something separate, and I said to you, I'm like, I have to do that because if I wake up spooning somebody that I don't know, I don't know how I'm going to feel. <laughs> well, it's the same place. That I, the one that I want to go to is in Florida and, and they have a church and it's the one that Ryan Cropper went to. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I definitely yeah. want to check that one out. So um, yeah, I forget the name of it though. We'll um, it up. Yep. I don't know. I have to yeah. look it up too. Yeah. So anyway, we have her on board and we do have a couple of other different guests coming on here. Um, guys, it's going to be a back full summer, I would say, of different people coming on there. We might have to change the show time a couple of times because we do have some international guests. Um, but most of the time it's going to be on 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I think something that I would like to do, and I haven't even told this to Johanna yet, if we can't do um, you know, the live show, we might record it and do a premiere so that we can actually be chatting with you guys on live during the premiere. That might be something yeah, that's we an option. do. Yeah, so that might be an option for us to do. And we haven't done that before. I just kind of pulled that out of my ass tonight. Congratulations. You were there. And we can try moment. it. I mean, we tried <laughs> We tried, we tried the morning we tried thing it. and that didn't work, you know. Oh, that just didn't work because you and I mm -hmm. turned out not to be morning people with We're other like, people. like, yep, what do you want? Why? Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm a morning person. I'm just not a morning people with other people. So Yes. I have a three-hour self-care routine in the morning, y'all. <laughs> I need time to become somebody to talk to, you know. I, somebody, I need to move some energy first. Hold yeah. on, please. <laughs> Let me make some space. <laughs> if you guys haven't um, done so already, please go ahead and hit the like button because that really helps our channel a lot. Um, and we appreciate the love that you guys give. And don't forget to subscribe as well. And share. Um, if you enjoy share. our conversation and our energy, then spread the love, people. Spread the love. <laughs> we appreciate it. And we will see you guys next week. Take care. Hey, thanks for listening. The breakdown is recorded live. To get live show notifications, head on over to YouTube and search The Breakdown Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and click the little bell to get notified. You can also find us over on Facebook at The Breakdown Live. And if you would love to be a guest on our show or you just have a juicy topic that you would love for us to break down, shoot us an email at circus at breakdownlive.com. Until next time.